Welcome back to Hot Take Sports, episode 19. We'll just start by going around the circle. Isaac, how you doing? Good, good. There you go. Brayden, how are you? Sad, but we'll get to that later. All right, all right. Fair enough. Started training for uh, college soccer today, so I'm, or well, a couple days ago, so I'm pretty sore, but doing pretty good. Cool. How about you, Clayton? I'm doing good. I started working out for the Air Force, too, so good we'll, stuff. we'll make sure that And I heard that you had happens. a great day at work, too. Yeah, I did. I got shocked by an electric fence multiple times. It was fun. Anyway, moving so on. I got covered in crap by sheep. Makes you feel any better, so. That does make me feel a little bit better. Got you. Brady, what'd you do today? <laughs> Went to the doctor. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, that's kind of productive. What about you, Isaac? Uh, All right, so anyways, <laughs> the NFL draft. <laughs> Watched a movie with my dad. Uh, slept well then. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so like nothing. Sounds like a quality day for you, bud. There you go. All right, so today we are going to be talking about the NFL draft. The wins, the losses, who we think is going to be good, surprises, and then other and miscellaneous things about the NFL. So... I think we'll get started. The Browns picked before the no, the Patriots no, picked Patriots. before yeah. the Browns. So, Brady, you get to start. Um, how did you feel about your team's draft? Well, I mean, I think our first four rounds were actually pretty good. I mean, obviously, leading up to the draft, there's a whole bunch of Justin Fields speculation about with the Patriots. So uh, once he did not fall that far, I was. Not like the happiest camper. Obviously, you guys all saw. I was I was being sad because you know what's better than than your favorite college quarterback going to be your uh, going to be on your pro team. And for our listeners, Brady's really undercutting how depressed he was when this was going on. Like I, that that might be the most upset I've ever seen you concerning sports. It wasn't even upset because he wasn't like angry. He was just really <laughs> sad. You can see like his shoulders dropped. <laughs> He's like slouched over more. His smile just disappeared for the rest of the night. He was just kind of staring just sat at the there TV. In yep. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, it was rough, but I mean, Brady made the uh, famous mistake of hearing rumors about his sports team and getting really excited just to be majorly let down. No, the the best part about it, it was, okay, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Then this little team. Came in and stole his hope and dreams. We'll get to that later. Yeah, well, they've been stealing hopes and dreams since the last time they took a quarterback, so. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Brady, why don't you walk our listeners through what exactly went on before you guys got leapfrogged? Oh, before and after. And after. Tell them about your next couple days of reflection, too. It was was great listening to it. Oh, yeah, I... Well, I mean, obviously on draft night, I showed up. I was excited. I was like, okay, we're going to get Justin. We can do this. We can do this. Then, you know, we had had the first four picks of the draft. I'm like, okay, it's what we expected. Pick five and beyond, no. Just not not even remotely what we expected. Like, that was, that was just the turn of it all. And a divisional trade to leapfrog and that so, then all of a sudden you just had this team with a red rifle who just appeared out of nowhere to swipe Justin Fields away. And then, you know, Ken spent the next two days during the draft being like, you know, maybe this isn't all that bad. 
Now here I am. Not sure how to feel yet. <laughs> I think Cam's probably going to sell it to being a starter. At least you guys did not get shut out of a quarterback. Yeah, that true. that was huge. Yeah, that's true. I would have laughed if that happened, though. Because I have been there. Why? Because you guys finally got a quarterback for the first time since 1999. And? and what you going to say about it? <laughs> what about it? Better than your what quarterback. <laughs> I think the only reason Baker is like... As much better than Cam right now as he is, just because you know Cam's been he can throw the ball. Well, yeah, that's obviously. <laughs> he will throw the ball. He will throw the ball. He is willing to throw the ball. <laughs> he is not there to run I'm, the ball. It's the NFL's an, for our for our group for this little hot take sports group. It's an interesting dynamic change because for the last 15, 20 years, the Browns have always been the team that had some potential. But they weren't good, and they were always in this flux of you never know what was going to happen, and odds are they were going to be bad. I was going to say, we were between 5-11 and 11 and 0-16 oh and basically my entire life. Exactly. And then all of a sudden the like script has flipped. Seven, like one year. They went seven. The year Johnny, we had Johnny Manziel, we went seven and nine. Was that was that the same? Was was it like Brian Hoyer and Johnny Manziel piggyback that year? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember what year was that. Brian yep, Hoyer that was twenty fourteen. I'm pretty sure. It's the last time Brian Hoyer was actually relevant. Other exactly. Than, other than bringing holding the gosh dang clipboard. <laughs> holding the clipboard. Which anyway, we, continue. Which Matt. we resigned him to do. Brought back Hoyer again. Hey man, veteran presence. He's a good veteran. Yeah. I think. We already have one of those. In what? He had eight touchdowns last year. Who? Who? They're not the brightest. <laughs> Cam? Would you? Re- well, yeah, I guess he's been in he's the league a, a while. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say he's thirty-one or I, I forget that he's, he's that old. He's more of a veteran than Baker is. Yeah, I mean Baker's, well, this Baker's is not a veteran. Year. Yeah, this is his. Yeah, this is Baker's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his fourth year. Yeah, yeah he's picked up his right. fourth year option. But like, it, it's crazy now because now the Browns are seen as a title contender, I guess. And look like they could be in a consistent future for a while, and they, especially with the pieces that they have. And now the Patriots are kind of in this flux that nobody knows what's going to happen. And if you go off of last year, they're going to be bad. But they made a lot of changes, so they have the potential there. And you just yeah, you never know how things are tight ends. Yeah, lots of good tight ends that are really good at catching. No, guys, they're no. premier tight ends. Thank you. <laughs> they are premier pass catching tight ends. For the tight market. Ends. They would be premier on the market. <laughs> Overall, the premier tight ends are Kittle and Kelsey, but we all, all of you clowns do that. Okay? Okay. Yeah? Speaking of tight ends, I'm assuming you guys saw that Njoku no longer wants out. Well, he, he didn't I, want out, like, midway through last year. I'm not They're saying, on good he changed his mind real quick. Yeah, we'll say we're winning. He was like, oh, hey, wait a minute. He's like, yeah, I'm staying here now. Which is good. I'm happy he's staying. He's a big, strong, athletic tight end. So, nothing wrong with that. That's what you have to be to be a tight end. In most cases. But we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Well, that depends on if you're supposed to be a blocking tight end or a catching tight end. You guys sign catching tight ends for blocking, so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> we'll Brady, see. we'll start, obviously, with your first-round pick. Are you happy with Mac Jones? <laughs> All the commercial memes are just kind of floating in my head right now. There are a lot of memes of Mac Jones. So. That's true. I mean, if Mac the meme Jones can can uh, lead our squad for the foreseeable future, I'm fine with that. I mean, I know a lot of people think say foreseeable future is like twenty years, 
I'm fine with like six or seven. Like that's that's all I need from the meme. And okay, so fun. give me your prediction. When is Mac Jones the starter for the Patriots? Either give me a year or a week. <laughs> if he's not by week five, I'll be surprised. So week, week five, five of this year. Mainly because New England plays Tampa Bay week four at home. <laughs> and if Cam looks bad, it's over. You mean when? I think almost every quarterback in the NFL would look bad against Tampa Bay. That's a fa- I think that's a very fair No, statement. don't you dare say Baker would look good against Tampa Bay. They would crush him. Patrick Mahomes looked really good against Tampa Bay. He yeah, that's true. Yeah, Nobody exactly. else did. Exactly. I was going to say Mac Jones will start by week two, but okay. No. I'll give him until week five. I wanted to say that, but I know that that's not true. I don't even know if Mac Jones will start this season, other than when they've officially dropped out of playoff contention and the last three or four games, or, of course, if slash when Cam Newton gets hurt. Because at this point, it seems like it's a guarantee. He's going to miss a couple weeks every season. I'm not going to lie. Which, I mean, that happens as you get older. Right. He's in his 30s. And he's a power quarterback, so I mean, that's it's going to happen. We could use Mac Jones last year when, you know, Cam went down with COVID, because that was when our season derailed. Because, you know, we were 2 Was it, though? We yeah. were, I think we were 2-1, yeah. and one, almost 3-0, then Cam got COVID and we finished the year at 7 Y'all got stuffed on the one-yard line by the Seahawks defense. Yeah, because okay. you know what? Because the Seahawks had a non-flashback yeah, to last at, time, they were on the one-yard line. At that point, Seattle's defense didn't look like a horrible defense. It was after that that everybody went... I thought you guys were good at this part. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, Seattle, Seattle had a non-flashback. They were like, hey, guys, they beat us at the one. Let's beat them at the one. <laughs> Freaking yeah. Marshall. It's not Tom Brady. But it'll work. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't, like, argue that play, though. Like, Cam, giving the ball to Cam to run was definitely the play there. Whether you like it or not. Their running backs weren't going to do anything. This Patriots don't have a running back to give the ball to. They gave to the ball to their running back, Cam Newton. Yeah, exactly. And that was the play to do. They got stuffed. It happens. But, Dang like, that means, that means you can't we're pass there, especially with Cam Newton. You have to run. <laughs> and of quarterbacks, there aren't many more guys than Cam Newton that I would rather have doing that. So Yeah, our our lovely committee of injury-prone running backs, we're not going to do it. Because <laughs> between Michelle and White, I mean, Harris might have been the best option, but that's because Harris hasn't gotten hurt yet. <laughs> Yet. Exactly, yet. Brady, do you have any other comments on any other of your draft picks? Like, anything else really stick out to you? I mean, the fact that we got a, a, a mid-first-round-ranked player in, like, the early to mid-second round, Christian Barmore, I thought that was a really nice add. Because, you know, D-tackle was definitely a position of a need. Especially because, like, our D-tackles have never really been, like, the strongest. We were more of, like, an edge-rushing team. So, like, that was nice. And then... We also added an edge from Oklahoma, Ronnie Perkins. He was supposed to be like a second-round pick, too. Oh, figured out why. Because he failed a drug test half and missed out on half, of, on half the season. So that's why he fell all the way to the third round. And then, I mean, really the only other notable one, we took we took our, uh, Oklahoma's running back from Andre Stevenson. I mean, I've seen a lot of comparisons to, like, LeGarrette Blunt and, like, how physical he is. Other than that, we dropped a safety whose last name was Bledsoe, so I'm, I'm already a, a little iffy on that terrified. one. Terrified. Terrified. <laughs> Shout out Eric Bledsoe. Brady's least favorite player in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> All right, so I got I got one more question for you. So, Julian Edelman retires. Yeah. 
you guys draft Ramondre Stevenson at running back and Trey Nixon at wide receiver. Yeah, that was our seventh rounder. Do either of them play this year, or are they just scout team players that come in if somebody gets hurt? Or are they here to make an impact right off the bat for the Patriots? Oh, I mean, I think Nixon is definitely going to be special teams in depth. Especially after signing Bourne and Aguilar. Okay. I mean, like, we still haven't killed Harry for some ridiculous reason. <laughs> um, but, like, obviously, we were just talking crap about the Patriots' running back core, yeah. that nobody is that special. Is Stevenson there to be that game-changing guy, or is he just... Well, I mean, just the pick. Brought back, we brought back White. We still have Michelle. We still have Damian Harris. I mean, Damian Harris sat out most of, if not the, his entire first year. I can't, I can't remember. I well, there were a lot of games like you know I couldn't I could watch. But I mean, I'm assuming Harris got at least a little bit of garbage time minutes his first year. But I mean, like I can see Stevenson maybe getting some garbage time minutes. But then you have random games like. I think it was like six or seven years ago now. We put in like our third or fourth string running back on national TV against the Colts. He had four TDs that game, and then he just vanished. So what do you want the running back order to be then? One, two, three, four. See, that's hard because James White's our pass catching back, you know, if Cam actually decides to throw it. I mean, I I think if we can pound up the middle with Michelle and Harris... Somewhere there is like the two three, that's fine. I think White will be the number one just because he's more of a gadget guy, kind of like Tariq Cohen. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I, I love getting my hopes up for sports teams, so got 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 a new hope. Hey, you're gonna have to figure that out. So we switch gears over to the Browns. I was very happy with how the Browns drafted. Actually, yes, I was. Our first pick at 26 was Greg Newsome. He was a cornerback out of Northwestern. One of the best corners available at that point. Obviously, our defensive backs were one of our weak points last season, so I'm happy that we spent the first rounder, at least on the defense. If we would have picked an offensive player, I would not have been very happy. But we got our defensive upgrade, and then our second round pick was surprising to me. Before you go on. Okay. So, I wouldn't then pick... The linebacker on Notre Dame, who we got with our second round pick. So I wasn't, so I wasn't mad with our first round pick. So that was a snag. Yeah, yeah. In the second round. <laughs> Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I guess I just call him JOK. JOK. I, I can never pronounce it correctly. I'm going to say one thing, one thing now. What? Watch out, Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you don't get hit by him. I think well, that would be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was happy that he. I was happy that he dropped. He dropped because of like some kind of heart, heart. issue. Yeah. yeah. He says he's fine, so I mean, for now, I'm just going to take the guy's word for it. Mm-hmm. How well, big of a deal can it really be? The Browns haven't your I heart. Mean, it can be a really big deal, Clayton. Well, <laughs> if, he sa- if he says he's fine, that this is what I mean. If he says he's fine, I'm going to take his word for it. I so. mean, it's, it's kind of like Justin Fields and like his epilepsy. Like you just kind of gotta gotta take it for like for what it's worth and like. I guess like the medical records at that point. Justin Fields has epilepsy. Yeah. You guys, you guys didn't realize that. Yeah, I, that. Did, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that, hey, that, that came out like day. a day or two before the draft. That's crazy. And then our third round pick was Anthony Schwartz. He had the fastest forty time in the draft. I thought they, that was interesting. 
I, I I was surprised he dropped that far. I was gonna say I was surprised I he dropped him, that far, and I was kind of surprised we picked him. Yeah, I, I know. heard them talking about it. He's got like Olympic tier sprint speed. Yeah, he, he will be. He's gonna be like a Tyree Kill type guy. On a side say, note, if he develops, he will be a Tyree Kill. On a side note, talking about Olympic sprint speed, DK Metcalf. Shout out to you, dude. Oh yeah, facts. He I may mean, have gotten last, but he was still pretty fast. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of body to be moving that fast. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, dude's a tank. Shout out to you. Moving on. Then we picked an offensive tackle out of Cincinnati. That's just for depth. For once, the Browns actually have oh, a good offensive line. What was that guy's name? Uh, James Hudson. That's right. That's what I thought it was. Then we picked Tommy Togi. 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 Is that how you say that? Uh, he went to Ohio State. I was called Big Togi. I was glad that they took him. Then we yeah, picked we'll Tony Fields, that. linebacker from West Virginia. Again, I'm sure that'll probably just be for depth. That was for depth. Most of our picks are for depth. Biggest one, like, what, didn't you guys like want like a linebacker or two? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got, you we got Fields, you got Ushu Yeah, exactly. I'm determined to make it so you can say his name right. Then we got, I'll get, I'm sure I'll get there eventually. Now we got Richard LeConte. He was like a defensive back, basically, out of yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Very versatile. Yeah, Again, I'm assuming he'll just be there for depth. So, yeah, he was one of the better safeties then in the draft. Demetric Felton was our last pick. Oh, running that's back running back at UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. He's a wide receiver running back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he'll probably be used more yeah, as a running play. back. Yeah, he does everything. But, yeah. so, yeah, we... I was very satisfied with how the Browns drafted. Like I said, I was happy that the emphasis was more on the defense rather than the offense. Yeah. Which was definitely the way to go for them. Yep. We definitely added a lot of good pieces. Yeah. I think the Browns drafted well, and they had a good offseason. I think both our teams, like, throughout the offseason and the draft, both performed. Like, we all came out with what we needed. Yeah. I think the Browns are fine. Browns are fine. Yeah, both both teams did well. I don't think there was any, I mean... Okay, obviously there was a couple teams, but most of the teams I thought did really well in the draft this year. Let's talk about one of the teams that did not do well. Didn't do so well, yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals. Well, no, what are you people that's doing? That's not to say they didn't do well. Oh, I mean, we just disagree with their decision making. I, yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean, I still think I still thought it was a good pick. I I thought it was a good pick. It wasn't what they needed, but it was a good pick. Yes, well, the, yeah, it was the, a good pick. The chemistry will be there. They will have a good wide receiver core between Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and I always forget the other T. one. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. They've got a great setup there for their offense. Yes. I just don't know if they have the line to go with it. Exactly. Joe In Burrow my... seems to think so. Brady, you were just talking about that. To me, the most important part of any football team, I would argue, is your offensive line. Oh, yeah. I would argue that. Well, I mean, yep. yeah. That's the most important part. So without an O-line, you Especially with a hard. rookie. He's not a rookie anymore. Second-year quarterback who's coming off of a pretty gruesome knee injury like, yeah, in his rookie season. I... I, I don't get that pick. Why would you not pick Penny Sewell? And the, I think the Lions made the right pick. Oh, yeah. And, in taking yep. him. They're going to build around Sewell for a long time. Yep. He's going to be one of those guys like Trent Williams. Or you say, they need Trent him Williams, David Bakanari, yeah. those kinds of guys. After that, they need uh, wide receivers because they lost their only guy who looked like a star wide receiver, and he couldn't stay healthy anyway, so it didn't matter. <laughs> and then before we go past the Lions... What do you guys think of the whole Mac Jones smokescreen the 49ers used? Like, they didn't really need him to, like, have a smokescreen, but, like, like they, they, Shanahan said that he knew it was going to be trailers the whole time, 
But all the reports that came out saying that he wouldn't judge and everybody else wouldn't Lance, like... Like, I'm not even sure what to think about it. I mean, they ended up getting what they wanted. Yeah, I was... So... But, but like, why, why use a smoke screen? You have the third pick. You know the two guys are going ahead of you. Unless you were, were, were really trying to bamboozle the Jets, not that they were going to move away from their American Idol-looking quarterback. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I was going to say, the dude looks like he's from The Bachelor, too. Brady, yep. there are yep. pictures of your quarterback floating around on social media that make him look like he just got kicked out of a frat party. It's because he probably did. He always looks like he just got kicked out of a frat party. <laughs> the dude looks like he could literally star in a Home Depot commercial. <laughs> Star in <laughs> goodness. Star in a Home Depot. I'm telling you, Mac, Mac the Meme Jones. The nickname's gonna oh stick. Stick. I will make it stick. All right. Well, I'll get a jersey with his number on it that just reads the meme across the back. I don't even care. <laughs> don't. My advice to you: Don't. Yeah, I'm not saying. <laughs> What do you guys think about the Panthers taking it, taking a corner of at eight? They took J, that J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad idea. Yeah, that's not a terrible pick. Oh, I know. I was a good pick. I was just surprised. Well, I was surprised, too. I thought they'd trade back. So what are the Panthers receiving core now? Because they lost Curtis Samuel, who was probably their best. Yeah. Best. They, were, they have D.J. Moore still. They have, hard. They, I know they have D.J. Moore and Robbie Anderson. McCaffrey's going to be their workhorse. For and sure. That's, and maybe that's their plan. Maybe they got rid of their star receiver, get something in return for him, so that way Christian McCaffrey can run their offense. And hopefully he stays healthy after this, so yeah. don't have to worry about it. Who's the Panthers tight end? I don't know. I can't Ray remember. Wilson. Not anymore. <laughs> he was back in the day. No, didn't he go to Seattle? Yeah, he, he was in Seattle. Seattle. He might have retired after this year, because I think Street he did. I I don't know. Well, I'm well, interested to see what the Panther how the Panthers end up. The Panthers up doing. are not the Panthers are definitely not competing this year. Oh, like, everybody not. knows that. They, they know that. Yeah. They were They could be a sneaky team though. I mean, I mean, Dude, I mean you have the Browns at the bottom half of the league. You're not allowed to make any <laughs> predictions there, all right? Yeah, I mean, watch it. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think that the eyes will be on the Panthers overall. I think the eyes are going to be on Darnold, especially after trading Bridgewater. To I would, I would yeah. agree with yeah. that. Everybody's only going to be looking at the Panthers' quarterback stats, and that's and and obviously how far McCaffrey can run. Well, I right. mean, yeah, how how many fantasy points will, McCaffrey can rack up every yeah, week? Exactly. No, I would argue that rushing yards are more looked at than passing yards, just like overall. Eh, it depends on their team. I, I mean, for the Browns, so. rushing yards are looked at more, for sure. I don't think so, well, I mean, because yeah, like, 99% of the time, MVP voting is who threw the most touchdowns and who threw for the most yards. So. Well, I mean, yeah, but just like... Like, I, I feel like I see more posts about rushing yards and rushing leaders than I do passing yards and passing leaders. Well, well that's because that's your quarterback because... runs. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, that was a good one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'm impressed. Bravo. <laughs> I was trying to go with a valid argument. You just pulled that out. Oh my gosh. Oh man. That's because anytime anybody rushes for over 200 yards, it's insane. I mean, yeah, that's true. Until Derrick Henry does it for another season, then it's just going to be a normal stat. It's going to be like Russell Westbrook with a triple-double. Yeah. Like it's, it's, that stat is barely even cool anymore in the NBA because 
it's almost it's almost a nightly thing now between Luca and Russell Westbrook, yeah. LeBron sometimes. Every once in a while. Man, imagine having a player that could get a triple double. Anything else about the draft? Trevor Lawrence was going one, Zach Wilson was going two. Right. That's um, yeah. understood. What do you guys think about the Jalen Waddle pick? I was fine with I it. I mean, I, I, he was arguably the best Honestly, in the draft. It, arguably. Arguably. I, I think arguably. he would have won the Heisman if he, he was healthy. Well, the Heisman winner thinks so, too. So, I mean, that's that's fairly high praise, but they're also teammates. So, you know, yeah, 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 usually guys who are close-knit as Smith and Waddle, you'll see that. Well, we'll see how they get along with uh, Tua. I... Yeah, like I said, I've seen uh, a lot of stuff about guys not wanting to catch passes from a lefty. So that's because that's because well, I mean, obviously, two is the only lefty starter. I was so gonna say no one's used to it. It's definitely a lot to figure out, but at the same time, you got to think he's left-handed and he still made it this far. He must be pretty good. He's yeah. doing something correct. Yeah. <laughs> I never realized how big of a deal that was because, like, in the MLB. You want to have left-handed pitchers. Right, you have to have left-handed pitchers. Yeah, you have to have something that changes it up. But in the NFL, it's like, eh, no. Yeah. We don't, we don't want that. Um, speaking of Alabama, we got the whole little sequence of picks 9 through 12. The Broncos surprising everybody by swiping Patrick Sertain away <laughs> yeah. from the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys not too happy about that one, but... Michael Parsons is still a very good pick for them. Yeah. It's just not what they initially wanted. Yeah. Then, uh, then like you just mentioned, a pick 10, the Eagles and Cowboys collectively just told the Giants to screw off and trade in spots so the Eagles could take Devontae Smith. That right made me so happy. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. That division literally doesn't care about winning football. They just care about pissing each other off. <laughs> and it's lovely. <laughs> It's then, funny for yeah. everybody else. I was going to say, it's annoying as a neutral fan, but like I'm I'm not in any of the fan bases, so I also don't have to care that much. And, so. uh, well, while we're still on Devontae Smith, there were four quarterback and like receiver duos that got reunited. Burrow and Chase. Okay. Tua and Waddle. Hertz and Devontae Smith. And then in all technicalities, Lawrence and Etienne, but reunited and receiver are stretched there. Because they are Well, count it. I was going to say, they counted it. They counted it in the video. They're not really. He's not a receiver now, though, right? I mean, he's going to be their receiving back pretty much, I guess. I I mean, I've heard that they might make him the workhorse try to keep Robinson healthy, which I think is dumb, but. We'll see. I think think they need to use. They're still in a growing period, so. Yeah, the Jaguars are. For sure, in the rebuilding stages right now. Yeah, but they got their quarterback and they got a good running back, other than James Robinson. So yeah. Ur- Urban Meyer, uh, he he's he's putting it together down there. You now speaking of Ohio State, then you know the Giants were like, well, they just took our freaking guy. Now we're ruining somebody else's dreams. So that's somebody else's Justin Fields, not even my own, just Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. No, it was yours, dude. Too. The pictures of Justin too. Fields that came out after he got drafted. He did not look very happy. Yeah. <laughs> what would you be? Bro, they literally ruined it well, because... Well, yes, if I got a, a first-round contract, yeah, I'd be pretty happy literally, with that, but... Literally, they hadn't even announced that the pick was in before we knew it was Fields because they've, like, panned over to, like, his t- his house camera. While and no one, the, no one was sitting like there. This. Literally, no, no one was sitting there. Everybody was, like, off, off and away. And you were like, well, obviously no one's sitting there. That means he's on the phone. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 
spoil it, but yeah, he came back. He looks. He did not look happy. No. And neither did I. <laughs> no, you were pretty depressed looking. So, obviously, we've gone over pick 15. We talked about the Cowboys a little. They got Micah Parsons. Still a good pick for them, just he wasn't their first option, so be it. Yeah. I don't really care about too many of the other picks after that. Really. I do I do want to say something about pick 17, though. Okay. Go for it. I was going to say 24 was the next place. Well, I was going, I was going to, to go 17. Go for it. Because the Raiders reached down for a third-round tackle in the first round. And it is the third year in a row they have pulled somebody off of no one else's boards. And we're just like, hey, you know what? I think we're going to take this guy. Like Cleveland Farrell from Clemson a couple years ago. They picked about four. Yeah, the, the Raiders are... Their drafting strategy is so mind-boggling to me. Their entire team is mind-boggling. Their entire organization <laughs> is mind-boggling. They play in Vegas, dude. It's all about the gambles. That's true. And then How I many of those have worked? What? One or two. Maybe. Do they have any rings? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Vegas doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, but at this rate, they're going to become a, a big, a, a big four sports city. We'll get. Vegas should be a big four sports city. It should sure. be for sure. But I before we go to twenty four, I do also want to ask you guys just thoughts of the Giants taking Kadarius Tony from Florida after missing out on Devontae Smith. Yeah, I mean they need a receiver, yeah. so they need to revamp their receiver core. I was say. Kenny Galladay also, paired with Kadarius Tony. Well, obviously That'd that's interesting. not. Well, I mean, yeah. Ideal, but the Giants need to revamp a lot of things. But yeah. Okay, so the Steelers definitely needed a running back. Oh, right? absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that was the way to go. With the departure of James Conner, that was definitely their most pressing need. Yeah. Well, I mean, a good quarterback is their most pressing need right now. But I mean, he's not going to run for What do you mean? They have Mason Rudolph, Ben Roethlisberger, and Dwayne Haskins now. Yeah, they're if loaded. You, if you put them all together, they're almost an average quarterback. I, Woo! I feel like they drafted somebody else, too. I, I just feel like they drafted somebody, like, really late. Well. I'm going I'm to look at that. Uh, I mean, personally, I still thought that Najee Harris would go at 16 to the Cardinals. So, I mean, I was I was surprised that they took Xavier They did draft Collins. a punter in the seventh round. Well, that's good. They're going to need that a lot. <laughs> Presley Harvin third. Okay, so are we pretty much done with the draft? I think, I think so. I think we've I've covered it fairly well. Oh, everything. I do want to bring up one more. What do you guys think about the Packers not taking an offensive player with their first round pick? Good on you, mate. See you later, mate. <laughs> I don't know what either of those meant. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is leaving. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the good news is they have a new A. Rodgers on the team. That is true. They did, in fact, draft Amari Rodgers receiver from Clemson with, like, a third-round pick. And then the, yeah. the other other pick that was baffling to me was the pick right before the Packers. The Saints took a an edge rusher that I literally had never even heard of. Yeah. Peyton Turner from Houston. Maybe he had a good... They couldn't see Six. the draft board because their eyes were so, like, twisted from the amount of cap space they had to clear. And they did clear it. They did. I think they, they were just still crying quick. over Drew Brees leaving and picked the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, they submitted the wrong name because they were still crying from Drew Brees' retirement they, party. Yeah. <laughs> they secretly meant to try to draft Trevor Lawrence. But... Final thoughts about the draft? 
Clayton, anything? Browns drafted good. I'm excited to see what everybody does. Isaac. Excellent. Brady. Jaguars go 8-7. No, 8-7. 9-8. Jaguars have a winning season in their first year under the new head coach. Hey, man. I'll go second year. They'll go... Hey, man. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a very good season game. Yeah, and that's going to change week one. I don't even know who they're playing, but it's going to change. My only thing is I had the draft took forever. That is like, true. longer true. than normal. It was painful. Yeah, it was. Okay, so talking about the Jaguars here, Trevor Williams got, eh, we'll say an okay tight end. We don't we know yet. We he's an okay tight end. We've never seen him as a tight end. He got himself his own taste of hell. Yeah. We've seen him as a quarterback <laughs> and a uh, left fielder. I think he played left field in the he, minors. He played all three. He played outfield. I watched him play left. I was going to say, I, I, I got to watch him play center. So. Well, there you go. So he's just a massive center fielder. <laughs> wow. He, oh, and he's only gotten bigger since he came back. Oh, you're right. For he's those of you who don't know who the heck we're talking about, Tim, Tim Tebow has made his return to the NFL. As a tight end, signed a one-year, $920,000 contract. And he's like 32, I want to say? Something like that. He's been out of the league for seven years, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I think he's been longer. He's 33. Something like that. Right. Yeah, it's like seven years. So he'll play maybe one to three years. He's literally, he's going to be tasted milk. I was going to say, it depends on how he does. There's a lot of things that... They can do with Tim Tebow. They could have some trick plays with a tight end, which would be weird. Would or be maybe, amazing. It'd be fun to watch. Um, if they can bring in another tight end, then that'll be terrifying. But. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot of things the Jaguars can do this year, and they have a lot of potential. I just don't know how it's going to work out. A lot of times, college coaches don't transition well to the big leagues, so we'll we'll see what happens. You know. Yeah. We know Urban Meyer is a very well-tested coach. I mean, the dude's literally been everywhere. It's so. true. It's been, true. been to, to Utah, Ohio State, if, and Florida. If we watch Not one. Green. VG. Oh, I, that is true. I always forget about You that. always forget VG, and he always adds it in for you. Yeah. Let's forget if it's VG. He just knows it by heart. Just like yeah. Scotty Miller. So, <laughs> anyways, Jaguars, lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prediction for the season. We already got Brady's. Well, I the Jaguars, think, at least, yeah. Out of That's 17 games, about. I think they go 6-11. and 11. I think they'll win some, obviously. What Trevor, was their record this year? 1-15. I knew that. They won week one against the Colts and didn't win another game. Which is crazy. I was going to bring up the Colts. Anyways, Jaguars. Uh, we'll say 4-13. and 13. That prediction was actually intelligent. That was given that one. And you said nine and seven. Oh, I'm the one who's probably gonna sound like eight. an idiot this time. But yeah, I'm gonna go nine and eight. I I think they can squeeze it out. I think they go seven I mean, and ten at best. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be at least two and fifteen. They do in fact get to play the Texans twice. Oh, true. Yeah, I mean, I'd go somewhere between the four and seven numbers. So that never did I think I would say um, within the the little time period of we're in right now that. Jaguars would go two and zero against the Texans, but true. <laughs> the Texans had all the potential to be really good, and then they, as soon as they then dumped they Hopkins, oh, they blew up. 
I figured it out. You were, you were pulling the pin on your grenade and just holding it. That's no, it's lightning a bomb. That would be something Isaac That's would do. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, Isaac would hold the pin and pull the grenade. Oh, yeah, it. true. He'd That's be like, so what's this supposed to do? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, wait. Oh, anyway. So I forgot to mention this in the draft. Or when we were talking about the draft. The Colts were known this year as one of the better defensive teams. So what is their logic in drafting a cornerback in the first round? Why would you improve on your already better part? I think it's because their quarterbacks are so injury prone. I'm about to they say. were so many times last year where they were short on corners and had to play safeties. The safeties all crossed because the corners had kept getting hurt. Like Rocky Sidney and Kenny Moore both just kept going down. In fact, I'm pretty sure there were at least one, one, if not both of them, were down in the playoffs. They were, they only had like one one primary corner. But still, if you're getting corners for death, why would you take that in the first round? Why wouldn't you wait till round three, round four, and you know bolster the offense that you don't have? Hey man, why would you trade up for? They've uh, got a young for a quarterback. Back. When you have four yes. years with the Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> same, same kind of same kind of principle. No comment. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's like the same thing. Maybe they thought that that corner they drafted was going to be maybe better than one of the corners they had this year. Which corner did they take again? I couldn't remember. Um, they took... No, they took a defensive end. They took Quiddy Pay. They took a defensive end, which is one of their needs. They still bolstered their defense. That, that was the point. That was my yeah. wrong defense position. If I would have brought it up during the draft, that probably would have been helpful. But, you know, it's too late. Anyways, still, their defense is not their worst part. It's by far their yeah. strong suit. So why would you... I mean... It leaves the question the same. Why I would mean, you bolster an already solid defense? When you have a Carson Wentz at quarterback. Well, there's nobody else for them to take a quarterback at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's because Justin Houston became a free agent, so they had a, an, an edge spot to fill. I think it's what it is. Oh, yeah. And then that would make sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's what Yeah, because Justin Houston's probably going to be relatively hard to replace, old or not. He's going to be hard to replace. Speaking of uh, hard to replace, Washington football team hasn't been able to replace a, their quarterback firmly since Kirk Cousins left. And now... Alex Smith has retired after winning Comeback Player of the Year. I was kind of sad. I was hoping for another season or two out of him, but, you know, it, it makes He's sense. He's 36. I get it. Yep. You know, after coming off of a... From not knowing if you're going to walk again to even getting one more season, it is yeah. amazing. See, I, I say that's the way to go out, though. Yeah, he walked out with some hardware, that's for sure. Yep. And he, who knows? He might get that um, award named after him someday. Oh, he could, yeah. Should. It should. So. Anyway. You went with the transition of hard to replace and went to Alex Smith, so that confused me a little bit. I was going to go with Aaron Rodgers. He's a little oh, harder yeah. to replace than well, Alex I Smith. Well, I mean, obviously. But, I mean, they already, tried, they already tried to replace him, so evidently they didn't think it was that hard. What do you, do you guys think he'll leave? Do you guys think that Green Bay would let him walk? No. Or trade him? They wouldn't let him walk, I guess. I mean, he's, he's done in Green Bay, but Green Bay is not done with him. 
I think. Go ahead. I think he's going to sit out some of the season until they trade him. I firmly believe that. Well, they only have three options, and. Well, see, the quarterbacks in the way are Trey Lance slash Jimmy G, Derek Carr, and Teddy Bridgewater. So. For those of you who are confused, it's the Broncos, Raiders, and the Niners. Hoping y'all knew that. Nope. I didn't. Nope, those are the team on his wish list. I think he goes to the Broncos. I can see that. He's got to do his best Peyton Manning impression. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, He's got to one up him. Uh, I, I think he ends up in Vegas. I'll, I'll throw a hot take out there. Aaron Rodgers would look weird in black and gray. <laughs> match his beard. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Throwing shade. Hot take. He gets shade to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, that's that's not a hot take. That's a stupid take. They're not going to no, trade him in the division. Yeah, but it would be crazy if they did. Yeah. Well, I, they, they would never trade the problem MVP is, The problem the is that trade would have to be like... Kirk Cousins and like uh, their first for like the next decade or Jefferson, their uh, yeah. up and coming star receiver, or to pair alongside uh, Devontae see, Adams. Well, see, here's the problem with that: even if they tried to screw Aaron Rodgers over or trade him to a bad team, they won't be a bad team with Aaron Rodgers on it. Exactly. Like even if they put him on the freaking Texans, the Texans would be a good team still. Well, they, yeah. they would be a less garbage yeah. team. Okay, but the Texans made the, made the playoffs most years under Deshaun Watson. I just think it, it's a confusing situation to me because I saw Aaron Rodgers as a Packers for life kind of guy. And he seems like a guy who has way too much dignity to sit out of the season. Yeah. He seems like a guy to me that would more just tough it out, do what he has to do until his contract runs out. So, I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell with that. I mean... To me, I can't really make any predictions for it. I mean, I think he, I think he might leave after his contract's up if he has to stay at least a little bit longer. I could see that. That, will, to me, makes a lot more sense. He will definitely be gone after... Within the next contract. Yeah. I would agree. Or before he signs his next contract. Yeah. Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta. You call him a star player? I don't think Julio's done anything enough for me in the last three years to be considered a star. Okay, he but he's still a special. star player. His name is a star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He is not. Exactly. It's too late for him. But see, but do you th- but do you think part of that's Matt Ryan? Like, no. like do you but do you think Maybe. you could find him old self under a different quarterback? No. Maybe. Really. I think he's got too many drops and too many injuries. I swear there was like a year or two stretch where he didn't drop anything. But I believe you. There might have been, but that was a year or two ago. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I think at this point it is past his time I to think it, I be think considered a top-tier receiver. I was Him still... in that argument with like Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins, Wait, that's not when, they were, when they were arguing on social media of who is the best receiver in the league, he doesn't belong on that tier anymore. Well, I would almost argue that he's not the best receiver on the Falcons anymore. Exactly. Calvin, Calvin Ridley, Ridley is yeah. all trying to get into the conversation with Adams and Hopkins. The only difference is he doesn't have the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be interesting for sure. It's also definitely going to depend on where he goes. 
If, I think if he goes to a team like the Titans, it would, it would be like... He's well, still not going to catch the ball a lot because it's not a top-tiered quarterback and it's a heavy run offense. Well, I mean, As yeah. it should be, you know. With King Henry out there, I would hope you're running the ball at least but I mean, 60% of but the time. Exactly. But still, even run-heavy offenses make their receivers look good. Like, Jarvis Landry still looks good in the Browns offense, doesn't he? But he's still not a top-tier receiver. Looking good and being top-tier are two different things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. You can average 70 to 80 yards a game and get a touchdown here and there and not be... I think if Julio goes somewhere though where he is the number one and it's a and it's a more throwing based game. Seventy percent of teams in the league will look at Julio Jones as a wide receiver one for them. The Packers should should look at Julio Jones, but that probably won't happen. There's no way. I don't think they 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 have the money. Not for that not for his No, a lot of Packers fans complain that they need more receivers, which makes no sense to me because they have arguably the best receiver in the league. Receiver. I was gonna say who they have outside of him, though. Okay, but when you have a receiver that that's that's that good and a solid run game, do you really need three all stars? I mean, Devonta Adams gets freaking free, free double teamed every time because they know nobody else is gonna catch the ball. That's part of the problem. Is then because they double team Devonta Adams, and then they can just they can just crunch Aaron Jones, and they don't have anything to worry about. Because where else is he gonna go? He gonna run it himself? No, they're going to kick a freaking field goal in the red zone. <laughs> you seem kind of angry about this. You've been talking to Blake too much? <laughs> I mean, I do live with the guy. <laughs> I think Julio could become its old self if he goes to the right team. And who's the right team then? What team has a good quarterback with no offense? Well, it depends how, like, a Mac Jones develops or... I mean, he could go to the Texans. Who's their quarterback? My point right now, but... <laughs> Get if somebody to throw him the ball. Jokes on you, they're going to send Matt Ryan to the Texans as well. <laughs> yeah. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones for Deshaun Watson, for straight up. Watson and Walker the fourth and... <laughs> no, 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 no. The Texans, they're going to... The whatever he is. They'll be like, hey, we'll give you our next four first-round picks and Deshaun for both of them. Because, you know, it's kind of like the bill. No, that freaking down your hopping is terrible. I don't know. I'm just going to laugh when Julio Jones gets the Falcons a better pull than DeAndre Hopkins did for the Texans. Because that's just going to make the Texans look even worse. Yeah. <laughs> because Julio Jones is not the receiver that DeAndre Hopkins is. Not a chance at all. That guy was a third-round pick for him. That still blew my mind when it happened. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting things that can happen in the NFL that will create a lot of parity in the league. But whether you like it or not, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers are still going to be the top dogs. And it's I going agree. to be everyone else fighting to catch them. Especially since both teams brought pretty much everyone back. Yeah. yeah. Buccaneers brought everyone back. Chiefs. The Chiefs just added to their O-line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. They just changed their O-line, didn't they? Didn't they essentially yeah. get everyone out? Yeah, they it. cut their two tackles. I was gonna say they cut their two tackles, but the amount of different guys that can pretty much do it all they got on there, like they signed Joe Tooney away from the Patriots. He can do it all. Yeah. I mean they definitely revamped their offensive line. Which when you have a very talented quarterback like And running back. Yeah, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. 
offensive line is very important. Yeah. Well, that's about all I got. That's what I got. I'm excited for the NFL season to get underway. It'll be fun. Rest of the offseason coming up. When is week one? September 9th is the first game of the season. The regular season, right? Not not preseason. Are they even doing yeah. preseason this yeah, year? Yeah, yes. Hall of Fame game, three weeks of preseason. Three weeks of preseason. Because that fourth week would cause COVID, but three weeks is okay. True. Okay, and I, that's I, all we have I for Hot Take Sports episode 19. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms at Hot Take Sports 16. Thank you, and we'll see you guys next time. And check time. out the Lima Locos. First game, June 4th, Simmons Field. Woo!